From the Adara Spa to X Formulation Skincare to Airbnb hosting to being a working mom, it's time to talk skin and business with Julie Grosso. Welcome back to Skin and Entrepreneur Talk. Welcome back to Skin and Entrepreneur Talk. My name is Julie Grosso and I am your host. And I am excited that it is a long weekend. Not that that really means much to entrepreneurs because we work all weekend. I'm sure half the people listening have the day off and half the people listening are estheticians and they have to work anyways. So obviously um, I am still working. Every holiday is honestly, holidays are actually big days for me especially being online, and they should be for estheticians as well. This is when you should always be promoting something, whether it's through an email blast or online. Obviously, when you sell product online, it's a huge day. But even for estheticians, you should be focusing on your email blasts on holidays, especially if it is a holiday where you're closed. I know Labor Day is not necessarily a holiday. People are closed. But for example, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas Eve... I always work on those holidays and it's always a day that I can bring in money for the girls when they are not working. So they get to make money when they are off, which is nice. So make sure you guys are doing that too. Today I'm going to, of course, break it up into segments. I'm going to go over some of the skin talks I posted recently, dive into a few tips and tricks for acne, and just some of the skin talks in general that I've posted, dive deep into them for the second segment I am going to go through the funnel a little bit more and just dive into a little bit more marketing tips and tricks and explain a little bit further how to basically get new clients, how to get them on your books, and then obviously the real goal is to retain them and stay fully booked. So for the first part, I wanted to go over the last few skin talks. So skin talk number 149, it says post-professional treatment or... When your skin is inflamed and compromised, your skincare regimen should change. So again, everything I'm reading is from Instagram. It's XF Skincare by Julie. And I post skin talks that are just little tips and tricks for everybody. And I think it's extremely important. I think estheticians know this, but sometimes I do think they forget. But it's extremely important for clients to remember that after a professional treatment or when your skin is basically misbehaving, your skincare regimen needs to change. It shouldn't be the same as it normally is, which is why X formulations exist. We're not just there for post-professional treatment, but we're there when you have a hormonal surge. We're there when you have a burn, when you have a reaction, when you have irritation, when you have a breakout. When your skin is starting to alter and change, And something is amiss and it is not acting the way it normally does for whatever reason. Or you have compromised your skin, whether that was intentionally or not. You need to change your skincare regimen. It shouldn't be the same. Meaning if your skin is compromised, no matter how it's compromised and why, you can't use your retinol. You can't use your scrubs. And so we switch up the entire regimen. Well, there's a very specific protocol that you need to follow. And it's called the post-treatment Um, protocol. So that's where the gentle calming cleanser comes into play. The HA hydrator, the SPF, those are your daily AM and PM. Keep it boring, keep it simple, keep it hydrating, reparative, and boosting collagen. That's your daily. 
And then we mask excessively with red light therapy, with biocellulose fibers, and with hyaluronic peptide mask based off of if the skin is compromised, tight, and raw and red, that's biocellulose. If your skin is dry and flaking, that's where the hyaluronic peptide comes into play. And that's multiple times a day in some cases, depending on how severe the skin is. And then red light therapy is just consistently. And you basically use red light therapy more when your skin is having that reaction. You should always be consistent with it. But let's say a couple weeks, you only did it a couple times a week. That's no big deal. If your skin is behaving well, all you did was not boost collagen for that day. But if your skin is behaving, it's really no big deal. But if your skin is misbehaving or your skin is compromised, then you really need to double down. So that's why the post-care method is so unique is because of the masking. We overmask. The next skin talk that I posted, um, well, I'll skip the, I did a giveaway, which just as a reminder for people that don't know that are new to the podcast or new to following me, I do giveaways quite a bit for estheticians, for clients, and then sometimes for both. I did do a, a giveaway of the post-treatment kit, post-treatment skincare kit the other day, and I already announced the winner, so congratulations, um, but I'll skip that one. The next skin talk is 151. It says rosacea needs microchanneling, light therapy, and biocellulose. I'd like to dive into that a little bit more. Beyond microchanneling, light therapy, and biocellulose, rosacea also needs to have a simple skincare regimen. Typically, rosacea clients actually have a post-treatment skincare regimen. They do not use scrubs. They don't use abrasive acids. They don't use heavy creams. There's a lot of things that you can't use as a rosacea client and a lot of treatments that you can't do, um, especially if it's severe rosacea. You can't do things like microdermabrasion. Um, so typically, you're going to actually follow more of that post-treatment skincare regimen. So microchanneling would be your professional treatment or light therapy, or I'm sorry, or light peels, depending on if it's acne rosacea. Light therapy is another treatment you can do that you would do consistently to help with the redness. And again, it's red light therapy. I've done a lot of tests on other colors. I think this is probably my most commonly asked question at trade shows is, there's two most commonly asked questions at trade shows from estheticians. What colors should I use for what skin condition? And the other most commonly asked question is, what should I put on my skin prior to red light therapy or any light therapy? So to answer the first question, red light therapy is the superior color. Yes, blue kills bacteria, but estheticians and things like mandelic acid, retinol, glycolic, all those things, kojic, azelaic, are all way more effective than blue light therapy is going to be. So I typically have people use blue light therapy when there's no other option. When they've kind of exhausted their options, they don't either have the product with them, they can't see an esthetician, so they want to kind of double down on doing both. But if you do blue, you need to follow with red. It's, it's a necessity to kill the free radicals. So red is the superior color. I would spend the majority of your time doing it. Every crazy before and after you see is red, specifically no other color. Now, um, our light mask does have the other colors because me explaining the science and getting people to really understand red light therapy for what it is, is a challenge because unless I'm in front of them, it's going to be a challenge. So, you know, if you're still adamant about your other colors, they're there, but I am here to tell you every before and after is specifically based off of red. Now, 
Um, the second question was, what do I put on the skin prior? And I get this question a lot. And it is frustrating that companies are selling red light therapy products. And I know the reason why they do this. They do this because notoriously, light therapy actually has a very long lifespan. The actual bulbs, light therapy bulbs, that's LEDs are created for that exact reason to help with energy efficiency. So it lasts a long time, aka if you have a company where you're only selling light therapy, you are not going to have a repeat customer probably. If you do, it's not often. If you do, it's a different device. And they realized that the skincare game is pretty much where it's at. And they already have brands, so they might as well sell skincare. So there's a lot of companies out there that will sell skincare attached to it, or there'll be companies like SD Max that will have a red light therapy jelly mask. It is impossible for light therapy. If it is thick, if it has, especially a jelly mask, a cream, a mask, uh, like a hydrating mask, anything thick, where your skin has not completely absorbed it already, your skin would just bounce off, the light would bounce off and reflect, and your skin would not be able to get benefits from red light therapy. So the only thing that really would work is, let's say you did a chemical peel. Um, Well, it's absorbed. It's, you know, something that is, you know, requires no other products to be on it. It is self-neutralizing, a spot treatment. Something that would absorb would be fine. That's like clear, It wouldn't be an issue, but truly the best way to use it at home is cleanse your skin and then go ahead and do your red light therapy mask and then follow with the rest of your products. The best you can do is something that absorbs. So if it's an esthetician, you're going to do red light therapy at the very end of your treatment. So right before you do your serum and SPF and send them on their way, you're going to have them do red light therapy. So they would, let's say, do a chemical peel. You're towards the end. They do their chemical peel. They do red light therapy. And then after red light therapy, they're going to, um, or you're going to then take it off, then apply your serum and your sunscreen. And then that's how it ends. So That is the answer. I get that question a lot. It's super common and it's not a ridiculous question. The reason it's the most commonly asked question is because clearly out there, we are selling things that are attached to red light therapy. So there is a lot of confusion. Why wouldn't someone think that you're supposed to do that when people are selling things like that? But unfortunately, the shady people of the world want to make money and they don't really take into consideration how red light therapy works. So um, you'll know a good brand when you see it because they won't be selling jelly masks with their red light therapy and telling you to use it prior. So anyways, those are the two most commonly asked questions and we are going to take a break and we are then going to get right into marketing and the funnel and how to get all of you estheticians or anyone who really needs a full book of clientele booked. All right, let's get right into the funnel. And some of this is repeat information, some of it is not. But honestly, I feel like (laughs) I repeat myself at nauseum when it comes to small business owners It is just so much information that I do think some things being repeated when it comes to marketing is important 
because clearly we either didn't hear it the first time or it was so much information we only caught half of it or we didn't maybe realize how important some parts were. So I am going to kind of give you an idea of the very beginning here. We're going to pretend we're a client right now and that we're just on Instagram minding our own business, just creeping on the gram, looking at the stupid reels that are out there and looking at the ridiculous content that is there. What is going to happen first is they're going to get notifications or if we're talking about an ad, they're going to see your ad pop up. So the two ways that clients find you on Instagram is you're bugging them by popping up in their notification section or they see you randomly as an ad. So Let's start about the notifications first because that's free engagement. So when we talk about free engagement, you're going to areas near you and you're liking and commenting your clientele that's near you. So example, if it was me and it was for the Adara Spa, there are restaurants, there are businesses that are near me that I know my clients obviously go to because they live near there. I like and comment on those businesses and the clients that are going to those businesses. And it's always an authentic comment if it's a comment. It's not, you know, we're not mass commenting. There are rules. You can only do 300 actions in a day. So an action would be an unfollow, follow, like, comment, message, anything like that. So basically you can get away with doing like 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night. If you do anything too excessively, Instagram will block you. Times have changed. You know, I, I will say that Instagram was different back in the day. I could probably do a couple hours, but it has changed drastically. And not only has Instagram changed drastically since I've started, you know, with my small business using Instagram, but It changes almost, I would say, weekly at this point. So my classes are essential because I am constantly having to change how my ads are, how my engagement is, how my content looks. There are a lot of things that I have to literally change regarding the funnel or I will not get as many new clients as I would have before. It constantly changes. We're talking about getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients a month versus way less than that based off of a few minor changes. So you have to keep up. If you're not on it 24-7, you'll never know what those changes are because it's changing so much it's hard to keep up with. So unless you're literally paying attention every day like I am, and there have been times where I'm on every day but I'm doing something maybe different and I don't notice the change. And we're talking about a change from one week to the next. So, I mean, a week in Instagram time, it's like space. It's like 20 years later. So you have to keep up. And it does matter because if you do it wrong, your funnel is then broken and then you won't get as many new clients. And so then you're thinking ads don't work for me or engagement isn't working for me. It always works. You just have to keep up and you have to be consistent. So the easiest, simplest thing to do first is the freeway, which is engaging. So you engage with these clients, which means now they're seeing, example, the Adara Spa pop up. The Adara Spa liked your picture. The Adara Spa liked your picture. The Adara Spa commented on your picture. And then the client goes, who the hell is the Adara Spa? Or maybe 
uh, depending on how long you've been open, they're like, oh, I think I've heard of that place. I think I know where that is. So they click on your profile. Once they click on your profile, everything begins. Your logo needs to make sense. Your name needs to make sense. The bio needs to make sense. The link needs to make sense. And your content needs to make sense with what you're trying to put across. Example, I have had accounts that I am in charge of for the marketing kits that have signed up where I know what they do. I'm aware. I'm an esthetician. It's very clear to me that they are excelling in something, whether it's peels, acne, body contouring, you know, hair, nails, whatever it is, right? It's very clear to me because I'm an esthetician and I know this world. It is so not clear to a new client what they excel in and what they want their new client offer to be. So first, your logo needs to not be either so cheesy or so um, like, like a business. We don't, we definitely, logos are okay, but you need to be careful because people are more likely to click on your profile if it looks like a human being is liking their stuff because they want to know who is this human uh, touching my stuff. Now, obviously the Adara Spa doesn't have a human, but it's not a stock logo photo, you know? So although logos are gorgeous, I don't know if they're always the best move unless you're this huge brand like Kylie Jenner where people would know what that is, right? So although aesthetically beautiful, it's not the ideal situation, right? Because then they're just going to be like, this random business is spamming me like every other random business is spamming me. Um, then it starts with your name. So some people have weird things in their name section. You need to make sure that you write that you're an esthetician or hairstylist or whatever it is that you are and your name. Um, if you're not a solo, then obviously the name of your business is fine. And then the bio is crucial. The bio needs to explain what your main services are. Don't write your whole menu. No one's going to read it. It's annoying. People want to read bullet points. They don't want to read an essay. It's Instagram. Instagram, remember, used to only be about pictures. This is not Facebook. We Not Twitter. We don't want to see a bunch of texts and a bunch of characters. We just want to get to the point. What do you specialize in? What is the new client offer and where are you located? Because if you don't write where you're located, then you just look like a cool account. But can I even book with you? How do I know if I can book with you? I want to know if I can book with you. And if you say you're from Orange, California, Beverly Hills, California, Arlington, Virginia, then they're going to know, okay, I can book with her. I live here too. That's amazing. How cool. And then your link, this is crucial, your link needs to be your contact page where it is your contact page then says new clients. This is the offer. Again, you're repeating the information in the bio. And then also the link needs to have a pop-up on it that says first name, last name, email number, and the new client offer as well. So you have a backup plan. You have a pop-up and you have a contact page. Both are to get emails and numbers. A lot of you are putting your booking link in there. Clients are not going to just book with you because you liked a photo or because they saw an ad. That's a lot to ask them. They are going to book with you once you then email them all the information and you reach out to them via text, via email blast, via phone call, whatever is your method. My preferred method is all. And you explain yourself and you're like, hey, listen, my name is whatever. So in our, in our case, Jessica calls and she says, hey, I'm Jessica. I'm from the Adara Spa. I'm helping you book your 25% off facial you signed up for. 
let's basically do a mini consultation right here and right now. And I'm happy to explain everything about what's best for your skin. And you also have a text and an email blast that's explaining the same exact thing. So the text and the email blast is the same thing. And some people are willing to book just from that alone. But some people want a little bit more conversation because they're like, I don't know what facial to book. I don't know anything about my skin. That's why I'm reaching out in the first place. I need help. But we are all in a luxury industry. (laughs) Like we can't be expecting these people to just be running to our doors, willing and ready to book every, you know, appointment you have and giving them all their money. Like this is a luxury industry. They're not going to die if they don't do a facial. Now, obviously if they have a skin concern, they need to do something about it, of course, but it's not food. You know, we're not curing cancer and we're not giving them food to survive. So we need to go out of our way to get them on the books. And so Obviously, we get lucky. It doesn't mean that you guys haven't had booking links on there and haven't had people book. It just means how many more emails would you have had and how many more numbers would you have had if that was the case instead? Then you'd have a hell of a lot more clients and already be fully booked, especially when you're a solo. I have to keep doing this because I have multiple employees and I've always had multiple employees. So I don't have a choice. I always have to get new clients. Solos, have a choice. Once they're fully booked, they're fully booked and they're done and that's it. This is exactly why the marketing kit and these classes are perfect for people like solos and they're great for everybody obviously, but solos benefit the most because once you're fully booked, that's it. You know, all you have to do is retain them. All you have to do is do a good job. Obviously that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but in theory, you're done once you're fully booked as where, A business like the Adara Spa that has multiple employees has to keep getting new employees because some of them are fully booked and will stay fully booked. Like Nikki, example, she's been with us for a long time. She obviously doesn't need new clients. But if I just hired someone a few months ago, she still needs new clients. So this is something I've always had to do, which is why I became an expert in it, an expert in it because I didn't have a choice. I always had to find new clients which everyone to a degree needs new clients. People move, people move on, you know, people get their skin concern handled and they kind of get over it, but you have a hell of a lot less people uh, to get than a business that has to fully book a brand new esthetician. So anyways, that's how a new client sees you, who you engaged with. The only difference in that funnel is the beginning part. So if it's an ad, then it needs to either be a post or a video. I normally used to prefer videos and I still lean towards them because I think they're better. But because videos turned into, all video ads turned into reels that are video ads, they have changed a lot. And so your analytics are completely different and basically you get less clients clicking on your website, which is very frustrating and Instagram is very annoying. But at the end of the day, my numbers are so excessive with everything I do that it still is never a loss. So even if you got one client from Instagram, it's not a loss because it never costs that much. However, to me, the ideal client from Instagram costs you know, less than $20 because you still have the service to pay for, the service providers to play to pay for, you know, the rent, the marketing, so on and so forth. Um, for me, my expenses are, 
my expenses are significantly higher. However, I still think that's a better number because I want more clients than just one. However, even if you got one client and even if that client, let's say, cost you $500, which it definitely wouldn't, and I would never recommend you spend $500 on one email, but let's just say that was the case, it would be worth it because that client over the year spends so much. And that's why Instagram is great because they're hitting so many different people. And so you're spending less on a client, but you're getting that client for a lifetime, you know? So the value obviously is extremely high. But for me, it is very different and I do require a much lower cost because I have to pay 1,000 other people before I pay myself. And you'll know when I start to get to pay myself because you'll see it on Instagram. I'll be living my yacht life in a private plane and I won't be sitting (laughs) in the back of the plane with my son and the baby and Taylor and all of our stuff trying to work on the plane with children every month when we fly. So you'll know. Um, But for solos, you do have a lot less overhead. And so even if the client technically costs you more than $20, it's worth it. But I would never recommend that. You, every email should not cost you you know, that much. We really want to look for something under $20. Ideally, before it was about $3. But the video reels are changing. So sometimes photos are good. So if it's a video reel, which you don't have a choice, it's a reel regardless, there are rules. It can't be um, a song. It can be a trending song, but it can't be a trending song that is owned by someone like Cardi B, like she's not going to give copyright um, permission to that. So you're going to get denied right away and you'll know right away. So that's not going to block you on Instagram. They're just going to deny the ad. So typically it's better to just have a voiceover and explain yourself like, hi, this is the Adara Spa. We specialize in acne, acne scars, hyperpigmentation, laser, waxing and lashes, click link in bio, blah, 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 you know, a whole little to do, do a voiceover yourself or get a free streaming song, but you definitely can use a trending song. It's not a problem. And I want to be clear that this happens a lot with estheticians. They are getting a lot of information on marketing from Instagram, from the marketing you know, there's always like marketing gurus on Instagram and you guys have to take into consideration. They're not trying to get you fully booked. They are trying to get you a lot of views and likes and comments that doesn't get you fully booked views, likes and comments are coming from everybody. So for me, views do matter for our XF skincare by Julie. It does matter because the world can buy from me. I have clients in Saudi. I have clients in, you know, Europe. I have clients in Uh, America, I have clients in Mexico. So it does matter. The views matter because I want everybody to see it. The views don't matter necessarily for you because you just want Los Angeles County to see it. And even smaller than that, Beverly Hills, you want Orange, you want Arlington, Virginia, you know, whatever it is that your little neighborhood is, you want that tiny little section within five miles from your business to see you. So You need to take that into consideration. Those people online are trying to get you views, likes, and comments. Unless you're selling something online that someone can click the link and buy something from you that isn't a service, it doesn't really apply to you. You really need to just focus more on engaging with your community that surrounds you, that lives within a few miles where it's easy for them to come to your space. So those would be the differences If it's a video ad, typically every three seconds change it. It should be videos of you 
you performing the service, your space, and you know, you can definitely get away with some before and after. Sometimes they have rules on that, but it depends on how much you've zoomed in. Sometimes you can get away with it completely. So there are a lot of rules, um, but that is my suggestion is to play with videos or play with posts. Whenever you do do an ad, you can only spend $5 a day for a few days in order to get the analytics back. So you'll never be able to spend more than that because you need to let the ad run its course for a couple of days. Once you've done that, then you can up the budget. Then the next common question that I get from uh, estheticians is, well, what should my budget be? Well, it kind of depends. It depends on how many clients you want, how quickly you want them. If you only want a couple emails a day, you're, you know, I don't think spending $15, $20 a day is enough, to be honest. I don't think it's a horrible number by any means, but you have to keep in mind, these are things you're testing. So you might pause it and then you might put it back on and you might change the content. So just keep that in mind that it's not that we expect you to spend thousands of dollars a month. It's just that per day you need to test and play with things. And in order to get a lot of emails, I think it's better to spend a lot in the beginning and then just turn it off once you have enough people. But you definitely can get away with doing it lower. You'll just get less a day. But make sure your actual caption has the same promo click link in bio to get 25% off for new clients. The special ends whenever it ends. Like you want to make sure there's an ending date. And again, even a bad ad, I'll show you guys an example. I have a couple bad ads right now that I'm going to take down. I have two bad ads. One has 32 website hits and that was $115. One has 24 website hits and that was $110. So overall, it was 200 and let's see, $25 that I've spent in the last few days. And and I don't know exactly how many days, so I apologize, probably four days or so. Um, probably about four days by the time it actually like went through. So I spent $5 for a few days and then, and then jumped it up. So I, and I have two different ones running. So I've spent over $225 and I've had 50 six people click the link from there then you only get so many emails so technically I have enough emails that this has more than paid for itself obviously they're going to come in buy the service itself then they're going to you know buy bundles you know if it's if it's an issue where they need to do multiple services like you know laser or something like that or acne um, you know, waxing, things of that sort. And then they're going to buy retail and all of that. So just within the first month, obviously I'm more than making enough from these two ads. However, this to me is a trash ad because I've only, I've spent 200, you know, $25 on only 56 website taps as where a couple weeks ago when I had one, I spent the same amount and I would be spending, basically it would be about a dollar per person. So I would actually at this point have almost 226 emails with the same amount that I spent. So that's more ideal. Um, and Or sorry, clicks I should say, because emails then drop. How many actually then enter their information is a whole nother thing. So um, anyways, hopefully that helps everybody. Again, I know it's a lot of information. This type of conversation is good to either one, 
rewind, pause, write it down. It's literally so much detail or have someone do it for you. So I've hired people to do a lot of these things for me in the past. I've hired people to do engagement in the past. I've hired people to post in the past. I've hired people to do my ads in the past um, while simultaneously always doing my own because sometimes it was for certain businesses and it was always extremely expensive so I couldn't keep up with it and I always ended up realizing I did a better job and that was because I was the esthetician. I was the business owner. So what's great about a lot of people that will do the work for you when it comes to engaging and posting and your website and your ads is, you know, someone's doing it for you. That's great, right? Because you don't have time. However, (laughs) if you have to spend a lot of your life explaining what you do, what is a microdermabrasion, what is all of this, that kind of defeats the purpose. And I definitely have, have had a lot of people just not get it. And then I read how the ads are written or who they're really engaging with. And it just doesn't really make sense to my clientele. So it's actually not making me as much money as it could, but maybe, you know, people were getting good views, you know, and likes and comments from people like that. But I've never, I've never hired those people on Instagram. I think by the time those people on Instagram that came out that were, are all over the reels saying, hire me for marketing, I'll help your small business. I had already figured it out by then, so I never had to do anything like that. And so luckily, I already at that point realized that that wasn't important, but it was important for X formulation. So I like to explain the differences because it's not that I don't believe in certain things. And I think that that's where the confusion sometimes lies with some of our clients in marketing is they'll see that I have... 600,000 views on a video and they're like obviously you think it's important look how many followers you have or views you have or comments or likes to a degree it matters but I'm selling skincare online it's my own skincare company Adara would never do the things that XF Skincare by Julie does Adara Skincare Spa the account Adara Skincare Spa is my ad account it would never do the same thing XF Skincare by Julie does XF Skincare is very different than XF Skincare by Julie. Those two accounts run completely differently. So my point is I have a lot of accounts. They all run extremely differently. And there is a reason for it because they all have different calls to actions. My call to action on my page is to obviously promote my skincare line, promote estheticians and promote um, other you know ingredients and other people out there trying to help them with their skin or trying to help them with their clients with their skin. Totally different profile than the Adara Spa. I'm just trying to get fully booked in Shirlington, Virginia, period, end of conversation. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about views. I don't care about likes. I don't care about comments. It doesn't mean you don't want your clients to follow you. You definitely need your clients to follow you, but it's not the only thing to focus on because if a bunch of people in, let's say, California liked my DC Spa's profile, I don't care. You guys didn't get me any clients, so it doesn't matter to me. Um, I care if everyone in Washington, DC that lives within three to five miles from my spa notices me and pays attention to me. I don't care that people from California notice and look at my page. Hopefully everyone understands what I mean by that. I'm just giving an example why likes and views and comments don't matter for small business owners that are trying to get fully booked. That is not the same as an influencer 
especially esthetician influencers, because we've seen them out there. They are trying to get money online. That is different. Their page is ran differently. So taking advice on how they got a lot of followers and views and comments is not relative to you. You're trying to get bookings. You're not trying to get famous on Instagram and then get a deal with Skin Better. That's not what you're trying to do. And if that is what you're trying to do, happy to help you explain what that is. But honestly, I don't feel that I'm an expert in that. I only have 12,000 followers. I do think I make really good money online for how many followers I have. Um, But it needs to be better because I have a big team to pay. So I don't think I'm an expert in that necessarily yet. I am definitely an expert in getting you fully booked with clients that are in your local area. That is a completely different ballgame. So I'm hoping that explains a little bit more. Um, If anyone has any further questions, you know, I'm always here to help. If I have the time, just keep in mind my DMs get flooded like crazy. And I actually try to respond to everything. I think we get all in all between all the accounts, like, I don't know, there's definitely over a hundred people I communicate with, like unique people, which means messages wise, it's obviously over that. Not to mention whoever texts me, calls, emails. So it's extremely excessive. I try my best. It's important to me to respond to the DMs. But um, what's even better is if you're really struggling, just buy the marketing kit and we'll just take over the account. We'll have a lot more one-on-one time to explain this. We'll do it for you, explain it, you'll understand it better, and then you can just do it on your own after that. Or obviously, if you want to hire people to keep it up for you, like Anna, they can do that too. But after a certain point, it will make more sense once you're handling it differently. Typically, what I notice is people are making silly mistakes. Their links aren't their correct links. Their bios aren't explaining what they do. Their pictures are not relative to what they actually do. It doesn't mean they're totally off base. But a new client doesn't want to see a bunch of selfies. She wants to see, if you say you're an expert in acne, she just wants to see acne. Services, where she's getting the service done, and proof that you're good at acne. That's all she wants to see. She doesn't need to see selfies with people with makeup on. It makes no sense. So keep that in mind um, that all of this, I think everybody can do on their own. I came up with the kits because I realized some people didn't have the time to do it on their own. And I realized that some people just literally couldn't do it on their own because they didn't understand technology as well. So I think it splits between the two. I have clients that are both, but I'm here to help you. If you guys need help, the marketing kit is online and, um, I hope for clients that had any questions about their skin this week, some of these skin talks helped and the podcast helped. And we will talk with you guys next Monday in the next Skin Talk. And we will dive deeper into skin tips this time on the next podcast. And we'll talk about other ways to market your business in the next podcast. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And make sure you take a little time for yourself today. And again, don't forget to reapply that sunscreen. Thank you to all my skin friends out there who are listening. Do not forget to subscribe and don't forget your sunscreen.